Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. So if you've been looking for a love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. I cannot stop laughing right now. I, You guys, I wish you could have heard 
uh, the conversation that existed for about a minute and a half before the podcast started. It's Ashley just screaming into her mic. Oh, uh, screaming. A thousand different opinions about Listen to Your Heart, but we're going to save it because we need to bottle all of that opinions, all of her energy, so that we can talk about it with all of you. Hey, guys, uh, it's another week of the Almost Famous Podcast. It's also... The very first week that we're going to be covering The Bachelor's new show on ABC, Listen to Your Heart. Ashley, what's up, girl? Hey, what's up? Not much. (laughs) Uh, I know that we have a lot to talk about when it comes to Listen to Your Heart, but uh, I think it's only best. uh, First off, how are you doing Uh, and how is your dad doing? Your dad is a a doctor. He's an anesthesiologist. Anesthesiologist. Why I had a hard time saying that today. Um, <laughs> he's a big deal uh, in his profession. I know he has mm-hmm. been self isolating, quarantining himself in the basement, and that was yeah. hard for you last week. How is that going? Just catch us up. Well, my dad is amazing. He is the head of his group, his anesthesia group. So he hasn't really been um, really in direct contact with with Corona. Um, patients at the hospital, but there are like 150 at his hospital right now. Um, they're sending more of the younger guys, anyone who's like not at high risk. My dad's, you know, 64, um, but he is the president of his group. So he makes decisions um, on behalf of the whole anesthesiology group of over like 100 people and of course coordinates with the hospital. So that's what's really, you know, the big stuff on his plate right now. Lots of important decisions. He calls it downstairs in the basement. His um, like his like not headquarters, but what would you call it if it was um like the army? You had your bunker, like basically his bunker down there. Yeah, so bunker. he's like, yeah, like all these conference calls and stuff like that. But thank you so much for sending him what you did and uh the sweet girl in our town that sent it over to the hospital for all the docs. Yeah, no, uh, that's no problem, but it really is. Uh, we'll start out this podcast like we've done others, and uh, we just want to say to any first responders out there, anybody that's in an essential workplace and that is serving those in need right now, thank you. From the, the grocery store uh, checkouts to the doctors to uh, your uh, garbage pickup, uh, totally. all of those people are doing uh incredible things during a really crazy time and so just from the almost famous podcast if you know if you know somebody who is still working and somebody who is um investing a ton of their time into helping us right now please just say thank you uh you don't have to say it's from ashley and i but just say thank you to them i know they will need it uh i know that there is a lot of chaos but as usual Uh, We want to thank those people. We want to love on those people. But we also want to continue to bring you the highest quality pop culture and bachelor-focused content. And that's what we're going to do today. Hey, this is an episode about Listen to Your Heart. But before we get started, Ashley, let's take one break. And when we come back, there's some hot topics in Bachelor Nation that I know we're dying to discuss. Hey, we'll be back with the Almost Famous Podcast first episode of Listen to Your Heart. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. 
we have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that's just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And I mean, every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call. 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- 
351-0300. And follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Bachelor trending topics. Hey, before we bring on our very special guests who are going to talk to us about the new show that The Bachelor's created, Listen to Your Heart, we're going to go through some of these topics that are heating up the news line. Chris Harrison denies Kelly's claim that Bachelor producers locked her in a closet for three hours. If you remember the reference, that happened mm-hmm. on our podcast, the In-Death Podcast with Peter Weber. She mentioned that Bachelor producers locked her in her co- closet. Um, Ashley, what do we know? Well, I know that when she said that on the podcast last week, that she was referring to an ITM to an interview room. You know, they're usually small padded rooms um, that you sit in for sometimes hours doing an interview with. And she was saying that they strategically put her in the interview room um, at certain times that she couldn't interrupt. And they kept her in there longer so that, you know, she wouldn't have as much time with Peter. I understood what she was saying. And I could have clarified during the podcast episode. And I know you could have too, Ben. But I guess we didn't. We were kind of really excited to have Kelly on there. We didn't want her to stop talking or to feel like we were kind of like calling her out at all. So what Chris is saying is correct. Chris ends up saying that Kelly, of course, was not locked into a closet. What she must have been referring to in that moment would have been an interview room, which yeah, you know I sometimes was... look like happen in like <laughs> um, walk-in closet type rooms. <laughs> it wasn't even no. It wasn't even like a. Hey, I don't want her to stop talking as, as much as I think both of us were like, "Hey, we know what she's referring to." Like yeah. this isn't this isn't like this isn't even a thing. I didn't even catch it cuz I was like, "Oh, when she says closet, she's just like saying a room. It wasn't like an actual like closet area." I, I get it. I get why she said it. I understand why Chris Harrison wanted to give some clarity to the whole yeah. situation. She wasn't locked in a closet. She was <laughs> locked in a room. Hey, Bachelor at Waste production op- options amid uncertainty over Claire Crawley's season. Obviously, with uh, the COVID-19 sweeping over the globe, The Bachelor has paused production on The Bachelor, which should be filming right now. Ashley, as The Bachelor producers come out and say Bachelorette is weighing options, what do they mean? Yeah, they're thinking about renting out a whole entire resort for about five weeks during July and August. Um, It would be kind of like Bachelor in Paradise or Bachelor Winter Games as far as the size of the production and the size of the resort. And when I heard this, I go, oh, five weeks of filming. That's about three weeks less than what the normal Bachelor or Bachelorette would get, which made me a little bit sad for Claire. But then I started thinking, okay, well, if you cut out the travel time, and you cut out all the times that you have to like walk around and shoot footage looking pretty in a foreign city. Um, you're actually probably going to get just as much time with the guys as you would during a normal season. Ashley, so they, I have yeah. the opinion of this. As somebody who's been The Bachelor before, there is nothing that sounds better to me than a five hours expedited experience. I am happy for Claire. She's going to be able to feel and see and experience the things that she wants to while at the same time not having a bunch of the dragging, tiresome weeks that typically exist. So I think this is a great idea. So even in L.A., when you have dates in L.A., you got to get ready. You go take the limo like an hour, hour and a half. That's travel. Then there's a whole bunch of hurry up and wait. And I do think that doing it at one 
resort is going to take away a lot of the stress Mm -hmm. and travel and she could be more well rested yeah i like it uh that that i do feel like this is a a pro uh for uh claire i i would love to see this happen and I'd also be intrigued to see what kind of connections can be made in five weeks. Who knows? I mean, with Claire, she's emotional. She wants to find somebody. I don't think it's, you know, a crazy idea that she could find her match in five weeks. Honestly, if it is if it is like Paradise, there's been more successful couples ratio-wise coming out of Paradise, right? That's right. No, that's than right. The fran- well, than the main franchise. Of, speaking of Paradise, an investigation into whether or not Bachelor in Paradise is happening this year we don't know but cosmopolitan has an article that says hey we wonder if bachelor in paradise can even exist with the current environment that we have yeah so you guys can go and read the cosmo article there's no there's like no facts about it. it's all speculation Mm -hmm. and based off of my reading of it and the fact that they're probably going to be filming the bachelorette in july and august and it'll be airing in the fall makes me feel like this paradise is definitely not going to happen because if claire's season starts um airing in september so it'll air from through september to you know let's say late october early november or something like that um and then normally the bachelor starts filming in late september I don't think they're going to forego or delay a bachelor season in lieu of having a bachelor in paradise season. I think we're going, this is just an assumption on my part, looking at the timeline, I think they're going to have to resume bachelor in paradise in 2021. And the thing is, you're going to have one season of the bachelorette, um, to choose from when it comes to the guys part of the cast and then you're gonna have two seasons of the bachelor's girls for bachelor in paradise which means that the cast will be amazing um Mm -hmm. as far as like drama and quality goes but it's going to be really hard for the girls to get cast on that show because there's going to be such a selection to choose from yeah, I mean, I think, and and there's so many great women for the Paradise show uh, coming off of Peter's season that I don't think we're going to have any trouble kind of uh, recruiting them to be here next year as well. I think we have a a deep cast who it really really hurts is uh, the Hannah's season of men. I think they might get pushed to the side because I have a feeling that the, the Claire season will be great. Hey, uh, this is a big headline, one that we've watched. Uh, there's The rest of these are massive. Um, Chris Harrison said Hannah Brown has been shipping herself with Tyler Cameron for quite some time. Well, Chris has obviously uh, not been shy during this quarantine. He's been out talking to people and promoting the show and, and doing his live show and I've enjoyed it. I I enjoy seeing uh, him and Lauren together. But he does say that Hannah Brown has been shipping this. Is this a positive comment? Where is this coming from? It's a positive comment. He basically said it looks like things are working out for them. I'm not going to define their relationship for them. I don't exactly know what's going on. But based on the looks of it, I'm happy for her because this is something that I've, I've known that she's been wanting for a while. Next topic is Tyler Cameron says stranger showed up at his house from Hawaii hoping to join quarantine crew. Yeah, uh, this is pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, explain. I mean, we saw it on Instagram stories. I was following along. I don't know how they found his address, nor do I understand why they thought they were invited in. I never saw the person. So explain what we saw and experienced and what we think this was. 
So, of course, we've seen Tyler and Hannah and the quarantine crew putting a lot of content out on social media, on TikTok, and it seems like someone figured out his address and people... And it's, and it's out there for some woman from Hawaii to fly during a time like this to Florida, stand outside his house by the fence, I think, and with her dog in two suitcases, asked to be invited into the quarantine crew's house. Truly nuts. Tyler, of course, goes on to kind of like beg his following for a little bit more privacy and respect. Uh, It was also interesting that Tyler said that his brother called him to tell him what was going on at their house, which begs the question, where was Tyler? Yeah, it does beg the question. I mean, here's the thing is all of us who have been on the show have had experiences uh, that we either talk about or don't talk about that we share or choose not to share. It's not uncommon for people to show up or people to sit outside of a house um, it just feels like now more than arrow ever we're highlighting when this happens, and especially during a current during a quarantine time, I don't know why they showed up or what their expectations were, but it happened um but not crazy. I mean Tyler is not the only one this has happened to, but Colton Underwood might be the the only person this has happened to. Colton has been in the headlines recently um Multiple times. I mean, in the last two weeks, think about the stories that we've seen Colton's name pop up. He, uh, he's been around. It says Cassie Randolph gave Colton Underwood a quarantine haircut, and it's really something. We saw pictures. There is zero chance that this wasn't on purpose. So I don't get why this is a story. Oh, well, first off, I think the photos are photoshopped. If you guys go to Colton's Instagram, type in Colton haircut into into Google, you'll see what we're talking about. He's basically has the old man haircut where the hair, the Homer Simpson, you know, where the hair only. Yeah. Oh, it's not Homer. Um, but, you know, that haircut that dads yeah. have because they yeah. only George grow Costanza. hair on this. George Costanza. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. So his hair looks like George Costanza right now, but I believe it's photoshopped. The funny thing is, since this haircut was documented on Instagram, not in its entirety, okay, basically they show how bad Cassie is with the with the scissors or what is it called? What is the, the little shavers called? Yeah, like the trimmers. The trimmers. So they show how bad she is with it, and then he comes with this very photoshopped looking picture uh, showing his bald head with the hair on the sides. And since they posted this, uh, I think it's like five days ago, Colton hasn't showed himself on his Instagram, on Col- on Cassie's Instagram, without the top of his head blocked by an emoji or something. And everything else that he's posted on his Instagram has been pre-recorded. So, so we'll I'm, see if it's an so actual haircut or not, this? but I don't think so. Is he does this for fun. For Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, I saw that he claimed that it is real. So like he is claiming still that it's real. There, here's my thought. Is if it is like you would have had to take a, a straight razor to make it that shiny and smooth. Like he would have had to shave that to the scalp. And so I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, except it's that. Yeah. If it's photoshopped and he's claiming it's real, then, you know, is it a headline? Is it just supposed to be funny? Who knows? But it's it happened. Bachelor Nation, it's now time. For us to break down the very first episode of Listen to Your Heart. And who better do it 
Well, then one of Bachelor Nation's <laughs> most favorite people, Ashley Iconetti. Oh, you're part of this too. Come on, it's 50-50. <laughs> What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call. 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and I Fund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What? 
advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcasts. It's the first week, first episode ever of The Bachelor. Listen to your heart. Hey, Ashley and I were very pessimistic when it comes to our. <laughs> expectations for this show we thought oh my gosh we really got to talk about this but once again the bachelor surprises us chris harrison and the bachelor crew i would say i'm going to give it a uh, on a scale of a to f ashley i'm going to give it a b but i think you might have a little stronger opinion and i want to hear why Okay, well, I'm going to say it's a B plus now. I'm not going to give it an A yet, but I just really enjoy these characters seem very warm right off the bat. Like I was really connecting to them quickly. Of course, during packages, I was like, still can't believe I'm watching this. And I want to be honest with you guys about um, how hesitant I was towards this show, because I think that a lot of you out there listening to this may not have watched it. And I want you guys to go on Hulu and give it a whirl because it's the um, previews don't do it justice. I just love the fact I don't I can't exactly put my finger on it, but it gives me the feelings that American Idol used to where like somebody opens their mouth and sings and you're like, oh, my God, goosebumps. And then it gives you the the relationships and the romance that you want from The Bachelor. So it's a really fun uh, melting pot for me. That's right, Ashley. I mean, this is the next chapter in The Bachelor franchise history. It's gonna it's gonna be something we talk about for the next few weeks. It's gonna be something we break down. Uh, one of the things that they intro from the very beginning is they're really leveraging the celebrity guests that will be on this show, from Jason Mraz to Kesha to Tony Braxton to Andy, Andy Grammer to Pat Monahan, Ashley Simpson, Ross, Evan Ross, Rita Wilson, Jewel, and Tay Diggs. I mean, they got a huge list of celebrities and musicians to come on and do this. So I, I read all of this weeks in advance, and I thought, okay, is this just going to be, a, you know, like kind of like a voice um, type show? We're just going to be singing the whole time. But there was the element of love thrown in, and so far it's worked, right? I mean, Love really was the the storyline, and and at least in the first episode, music, in my opinion, took a back seat, even though it was there. Oh, totally. But it took oh, yeah. a back seat to the love. Oh, yeah. So that's why I think you guys are going to like it more than you think you are, because the previews show like a lot of 
it seems corny. It seems really, really cheesy. But then when you watch the first episode, you're like, oh, this is just like watching Bachelor in Paradise. And I'm starting to learn about these people and I'm getting to know them quickly and I'm attaching myself to my favorites quickly. Ashley, so let's walk through this for a few minutes uh, on what we saw on the show. Uh, From your experience as not only a music fan, uh, but also somebody who has participated in multiple Bachelor shows, Let's walk through what you think's going on here. First off, we meet uh, uh, the 20 single men and women. The one thing that I did not enjoy, which I get why, is most first episodes, we really get to know everybody that's showing up to the mansion. We definitely did not get to know that now. Like It felt like they were rushing in characters at the very end, being like, and here's this person, and here's this person, without really ever getting to know them. It was very clear to me who was going to be staying and who was going to be going after the first episode based on who they were showing. Very, very clear. Was anybody eliminated from the group of people that had packages? I don't think so. And normally we see packages from people who are eliminated night one. I agree. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is they haven't yet, I don't think, figured out the character development. It felt like they had too many people uh, for a, a first night, especially with the format that they were trying to do it in. Here's the thing. We lost probably the one character I was most intrigued by when it comes to just entertainment was the, the dude funny guy. with a funny guy that was like just cringy. Like cringy is <laughs> so the best funny. way to say it. I wanted him around a little bit more Me just too. because I thought he was going to add an, an element of like uh, intrigue. But here's the part that they're going to struggle with, which is the same thing they struggled with at Winter Games, was drama will will not come from competition within the house. It seems like it's going to come from inside relationships. Like there'll be relational drama, but there won't be I don't like you, I don't like you, which I actually, as a viewer, appreciate more because I don't want to see two people fighting. It's not fun for me. I'd rather see the drama come from, hey, I love you or I like you and you don't like me. Totally. That's going to be the only drama. And that is my favorite kind of drama. Yeah, it is. Well, so we see all the people show up to the mansion. Shakespearean drama. We see everybody show up to the mansion. Chris Harrison introduces himself. He introduces the show. We have a decent idea of what the show is going to be. It's going to be. Can I just say that before watching this episode, I think you and I both agree that we were like, how did Chris do this show? I can't believe Chris agreed to do this show. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, now I get it. Yeah. I mean,. I, I do believe his role on this show will be even smaller than it is in The yeah. Bachelor and Bachelorette. Yeah. But it, it works that he's there. Uh, so all the contestants show up. Chris Harrison introduces himself. The mansion is wide open. Uh, we, we understand the concept of the show is it's going to be a dating show to pursue love through music and to highlight a bunch of really talented musicians. One of the things that we learned very quickly was that there's going to be musicians from all different genres of music and different talent levels, different, different experience, etc. But there were a few people that really stood out to me. Ashley, I know the people that stood out to you and, and we'll save, I think your favorite, uh, for you to announce here uh, as I throw it to you because we have him on the podcast today. Ashley, somebody I really appreciated and enjoyed was Gabe. Uh, I don't think Gabe got enough play. I really yeah, want to awesome. see more of Jay, or, of Gabe. I think he's a good-looking dude. He seemed nice, uh, but we just didn't see a lot of him. Another one that stood out to me, uh, I, I think, uh, was Trevor. I was a Trevor fan. I think uh, he showed himself to care, which is big. And the finally, the one that stood out to me was Jamie. I think Jamie is is definitely going to struggle because she's going to get the most attention from the guys. 
Uh, I think that's going to be hard for her. Uh, but those are three that stood out to me right away. What about you? Yeah, I was definitely thinking that Jamie, the way that they edited her from her package to being the first one in the mansion, that she is definitely going to be one of the major players of this season. And I think that the love triangle between her, Trevor, and Ryan is going to be the biggest storyline. I think she's going to go back and forth a lot. Um, It definitely seemed like she had the most physical chemistry with Trevor, but I think she's going to have more of an emotional connection with Ryan throughout the weeks. What do you think? uh, I mean, I I just don't see how Ryan sticks around for that. Like, it doesn't feel like Ryan's the type of guy that's going to just, like, get – He's not going to be broken up with once and want to come back into the the mix. And if he does, I think you're going to see uh, a lot of heartbreak come alongside of it. I mean, here's the thing, Ashley. You're a big Ryan fan, and we have Ryan on the Huge podcast Huge Ryan fan, guys. Today. Ryan will be coming on. Ryan Neal from uh, um, uh, the Bachelor Nation Listen to Your Heart will be coming on the Almost Fam- Famous podcast today later on the episode. We'll talk to him uh, about everything Listen to Your Heart. You guys – I feel like Ryan is the guy, and I'm going to keep bringing up my obsession with American Idol mm-hmm. because, like, it was a real big chapter in my life, guys. Like, it was my life. It was what made me look for, like, every week was I got a present on Tuesdays and one day, Wednesdays back in the day because of American Idol and getting to see my favorite perform. It was just a, a present. And now I feel like watching Ryan perform is going to be kind of the same way like I just love that kind of voice that he has and there's like a certain drama and uh like Broadway appeal to him that I also am really into so yeah big big Ryan supporter over here and of course I understand the appeal that Trevor has at the beginning of the episode I was like oh Trevor's the hot guy in the house I get it Trevor's hot guy everybody's gonna want to be with Trevor and then I got to know Ryan more and hear his voice, and I was like, "Oh no, no, never mind." Dark horse right there. And uh, and Katy Perry uh, was once in love with Trevor. If you remember, yeah. right, a few years ago on American Idol, uh, Trevor was the the man who made headlines because Katy Perry made it very clear that she thought he was uh, something something else. Well, Ashley, uh, our our listeners will have now watched uh, the episode. Uh, they have now processed if they like it or not. It's um, true. And, and there isn't a lot of behind the scenes right now. This is like every season. It's the first episode. We, we know what we're getting out of it. Now, tell our listeners what they should be. What are you hoping they look can look forward to for the rest of the season? What, what storylines are you watching? What things are you engaging into? Uh, what drama are you possibly interested in uh, before we bring Ryan on the podcast? I think there's not going to be a ton of movement with the couples. I'd say like maybe two or three couples move around. I think that Jamie is probably going to get some news next week that Trevor is kind of a player and the kind of guy who has cheated in the past. And she said that she was, um, you know, always with cheaters in her relationships. And it was something that she was trying to get away from. Um, I think she's going to try to get back with Ryan and we'll see how that goes because Ryan is now with Rudy, if you call it with Rudy, having gotten her rose. I think other couples to watch out for include Julia and and Sheridan. I really liked them. They were cool. Sheridan seems like super sweet. 
Mel and Gabe. I think Gabe has a great voice. Can't wait to hear from more from him. Same with uh, Bree and Chris. We heard Chris at the piano a lot, and he's awesome, but we still haven't heard Bree sing yet, and uh, she said that she was going to like try to woo him with her voice. And uh, let's see, what other couples... We don't know much about Becca and Danny yet at all. They totally flew under the radar in this episode. And then we got to see what happens with Matt because Matt was with Rudy the entire episode until she totally called him out on basically having bad bachelor behavior because the guy spoke too soon about the moves that he was going to make as far as who he's going to take on the date. And we see uh, Cheyenne, who we didn't get to know at all, pick Matt. So there's going to be a couple of people in the house that we don't know who they're going to end up with. A couple of singles floating in there. Well, uh, just to give a quick quick overview here. The couples coming out of this episode were Savannah uh, and Brandon, Mel and Gabe, Becca, Danny, Bree, Chris, Cheyenne, Matt, Julia, Sheridan, Jamie, Trevor, Rudy, Ryan. Well, Ashley, final question for you. As yes. this season continues, how much of it do you want to see the love stories and how much of it do you want to see music? Uh, and then at, at the same token, how many of these people are legitimately talented musicians? Because you you do know music well and you love music well. How many of these people do you believe are very talented? I think there are probably 25% of people in the house that are very talented. Like not the kind of talent you're going to see at your local pub playing on a Saturday night, you know, I think there's a couple, I'd say 25% exceptional talent amongst this crew. I would agree. Well, Hey, to sum it up, Ashley and I both uh, will continue watching, uh, listen to your heart. Uh, we, uh, I can't say I am a fan yet. Ashley would say she's a fan. I'd say I'm on just walking the line between, Hey, this is going to be good or Hey, I don't know yet. Uh, but most people I've talked to have really enjoyed the show. They've they've actually really bought in and found it entertaining. And what better time to explore a new kind of binge show than during a time that we're all in yeah. self-isolation? I mean, it works out well. Hey, uh, actually, Ashley, you and I can talk about uh, Listen to Your Heart all day. We can go back and forth on uh, expectations, on what we assume is going to happen, uh, on the love stories that might exist. But... I mean, who better to talk to than Ryan Neal? Uh, yeah. You're, you know, one of your yeah. favorites, one of my favorites, one of uh, Bachelor Nation's favorites. Let's bring him on the podcast. Uh, right after the break, we're going to have Ryan Neal talking everything. Listen to your heart. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, 
It's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call. 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, guys, I'm very, very stoked. We have Ryan Neal on the podcast. I was so excited. I looked at our rundown yesterday, and I thought that we had the guy from Idol. Um, you know, 
Oh my God. What was his, what's his name? Uh, Trevor. I thought Trevor was on the podcast today and I was like, oh, okay. Duh. We have Trevor. That makes sense. Like he was on American Idol, ABC. Like they're going to throw that one in first. But then I saw like an hour ago that we had Ryan and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to fangirl so hard right now. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't you want the energy? Am I overwhelming for you? No, no, no. It's uh, it's it's welcoming for sure. You know, being cooped up, not being able to talk to too many people. So, I'm not like a Zoom caller. So you're not a Zoom caller. Okay, yeah. Um, we're gonna get into the way that you like being alone a little bit later. But right now, we're recording this on Monday, guys. You know, we get the screeners. Um, I want to tell Ryan that his life is gonna change in a matter of hours. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm I'm ready for everything. I think I don't know. I don't know if I'm truly ready for, I mean, you guys would know better than I do for sure. But um, yeah, I mean, whatever, whatever comes of it. What do you expect tonight to look like for you on social media? You know, obviously I think I'll probably get more followers. I, I've already kind of started um, to see that increase a little bit. So probably that, um, probably more DMs and, you know, weird, <laughs> weird DMs and whatnot. So uh, yeah. Now, do you, do you know how many girls are going to be tweeting at you and at Jamie that she made a horrendous decision in picking Trevor over you? I mean, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Was it a horrendous decision, though? It was a horrendous decision. <laughs> and I hope that we get to see her admit to this mistake later in the season. I'm sure we will. But I just got to talk to you about your um, I gotta amazing... I got to pause you here, though, Ashley. Okay, yeah? I, why was it a horrendous decision? Because Ryan is just seems like the genuine nice guy. They had a great like conversation flow. I felt comfortable for her talking to you. I felt a little bit nervous when she was talking to Trevor. I'm thinking that Trevor is like... He's just, he's got player written all over him. He's too smooth. But like you are endearingly smooth. Like you have it. Like you have it. Okay. And Trevor's the kind of guy that you think he's like the, he's winning the race, of course, in the beginning, but you are the ultimate underdog and the far more talented person. You are so much more talented than him. I felt so bad for him when he tries to sing like the other John Mayer song after you sing Gravity on their date because you slayed it and he sounded like your average guy in a bar. Like that isn't a star. That's a smooth guy at a bar. <laughs> um, did he sing a John Mayer song? Oh, yeah? Oh, you don't even know yet. <laughs> In private time. You guys are, like, privy to all this information. Um, <laughs> hey, Ryan, yeah. I don't know if you realize this, but Ashley's a fan of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm likewise. Okay. Are you a Bachelor fan? I saw that you said somewhere on social media that you were like, I know this is crazy, but I am now a part of Bachelor Nation. I said that because I, I don't want to hurt any feelings here, but I've, I've never seen a full episode uh -huh. prior to coming back from the show. I watched like the last three or four of, of Peter's season. Um, okay. I, but that's not like a knock on the show. I'm not like a big TV guy in general. Um, to be honest, like I'll, I'll have like Hulu or, or Netflix sometimes. And the other times my TV is literally like unplugged. So I'm not a big uh, follower of anything in particular. So yeah, it was crazy for me to do this.
You're the kind of guy that has a home studio and spends all of his time in the home studio and you like being alone with your music. I do. Yeah, I, I do. Um, it's a, it's a, but I also like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a hermit in some ways, but I love going out and being with a ton of people and like dancing and just, just letting loose and having fun. So um, I'm kind of bipolar in that way. Okay. Um, I need to tell you before I like get down to actual serious questions that the produced, I talked to two producers after watching the show, telling them that I really liked it. And I'm going to, I've been honest this entire podcast. I didn't expect to like the show. I thought I was going to have to watch it for work, but I truly enjoy it. It is like the bachelor meets American Idol and you watching you sing in that studio made me feel like I was watching a contestant on American Idol back in American Idol's heyday be- because there's something different about American Idol now. It just doesn't do it the way it did for me in like the aughts. And th- you just, you're somebody that I got very musically excited over. You have the most amazing voice and you, um, I'm very picky about my music. I'm very picky. I got musically excited over you also, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm very picky about my music, but when I do, when I find a voice that I like, like I love it. Like I get really passionate over it. So watching you sing Gravity for that first time, and like you opened your mouth, my mom and I were like, holy shit, this kid, he's got it. All right, but enough flattery. I just, well, actually not, not yet. I'm not going to cut off yet because I talked to two producers after the show. And one said that when she found you at the auditions, she goes, oh, wow, that's like the next Harry Styles. And she's, she could be right. Okay, she could be right. And then the other one said, oh, Ryan, he's such a great guy. He's like too, way too sweet to be on reality TV. So you got two really nice compliments. <laughs> awesome. Very awesome. Um, so tell us about how you got involved in, in trying out for the show. How you even heard of it? Yeah, last, um, I believe it was last August. I was just kind of sitting at home and I, you know, just like had a, a random comment on one of my Instagram videos um, from someone <laughs> and it, it basically just said, uh, hey, you know, I'm part of a, a team casting for a new ABC show next year. We think you'd be a good fit. And I'm like, yeah, right. You know, didn't even really pay too much attention to it. I thought it was going to BS, social media, what, whatnot. And so I, I Googled his name and I'm like, oh, like he had an, an IMBD page. I'm like, oh, that seems legit. So he emailed me. Um, and then next thing you know, he's like, hey, where's the, the nearest market to you, the nearest like big market. And so for me being a Detroit person, um, it was Chicago. So they're like, Hey, can you come out in a few days to Chicago and, you know, meet us up and see where things go. I'm like, yeah, for sure. Um, I had a wedding that weekend up North in Michigan, my buddy, Mike, and I came down, it was about a six hour drive and met them up in a hotel room and sang some songs for them, interviewed. And they're like, Hey, Hey, would you like would you like to come to LA and to be honest at that moment I had already kind of made it um, I was very proud I, I, I had I didn't think I would I thought there'd be like 1500 people at this hotel and just like craziness um, and they asked me to go to LA and that was a month later um, went out to LA did that whole thing interviewed played for them um, and then a month after that I got a call that that I made it <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I, I figured that you probably were like, great. Like, I want to get my music out there. 
this will be really great for my career. But how did you feel about the love component of the show? Yeah, I, you know, since it was a new concept and it's, you know, never happened before, um, I was a little unsure off the bat, um, just with it being attached to the franchise. And I, you know, it's The Bachelor's a part of American folklore now for the past almost two decades. So it's I'm familiar with the concept, but I didn't know how this show would work. Um, and I'm at a point in my life where I was really looking for somebody to spend the rest of my life with and um, hopefully vibe musically. And that would be cool because I've never dated a musician, um, you know, thought that would be great. So I said, why not? Um, and just kind of went for it. Now, you've been in music for about nine years, right? Um, I mean, I've been playing. Yeah, I've been playing most of my life. Um, I started yeah, playing guitar like 15 years ago and then kind of writing songs after and just kind of picking up various instruments along the way. Has it been how you've made a living? <clears throat> um, not fully yet. So up until this past December, I was working um, for an ophthalmologist um, doing eye testing on patients. So people would come in and if they had like glaucoma or macular degeneration, there's a few different tests for that. And I basically take pictures behind people's eyes. <laughs> so that's what, that's how I was making my living for the past few years. Um, I got my degree in it and communication. So I, w I worked in HR, um, but all along, you know, gigging at night and, you know, doing that whole thing. So it's only been since December that I've really been doing it full time. You could say. Now the girl, uh, you dated a girl and you broke up recently. You were together for two years. <clears throat> yeah, we broke up last. Um, it'd be like 15 months or something like that. Has she reached out to you since finding out that you were on the show? No. She probably will after she sees tonight <laughs> episode. And, <laughs> and then the girls that are going to go after you. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> what kind of personality type were you hoping to find in the house? We obviously see that you hit it off with Jamie and I'm rooting for you and Jamie hard, but um, was there anyone else that had your eye that first night or was it going to kind of be Jamie all the way? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, um, well for me, you know, walking in the house and with me being the first guy that was a complete trip. I mean, I was not expecting that at all. I was expecting a bunch of people and walking into almost like a mini party already. So walk in, the place is vacant. And she was the first person that I saw. And immediately I had a connection with her. Um, you know, physically she's beautiful. She seemed really peppy, um, outgoing. Um, so that was an instant attraction for me. And she seemed like a lot of fun. Um, but there was also, you know, as, as the days went on, um, I had a connection with Rudy as well. She's really cool. We do see that Rudy gives you the rose at the end of the episode. So I'm wondering if that was just a platonic rose or that's going to turn into something. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. But um, Rudy, I think myself and Rudy have such similar musical influences and styles. And, and um, we, we vibe really closely musically. Um, so... so so do we see people end up like breaking up and getting with somebody else because of their chemistry on stage and their music chemistry versus just like their romantic chemistry in the house? Do we see people like changing their... Yeah, their couples just because they have better chemistry on stage than they do with the person that they coupled up with romantically in the house. Right. Um, I guess you'll have to see. 
All right. You know, we've only seen one episode so far. So um, once the music kind of gets rolling a little bit more, I think you'll, it's, it gets interesting. I can, I can tell you that for sure. Now, I've got another couple questions for you, but first I want to throw it over to Ben because I can't dominate this interview fully. <laughs> um, right. I, I really only have a couple questions. If we could sit down and chat. I mean, so here's the thing. Uh, from very untalented person to very talented person, I have one question for you. Is it weird to sit down with somebody typically in your life and within the first couple of days of knowing them say, hey, I wrote you a song and I'd like to play it for you? Or is that a thing that musicians do? So funny you ask that because I never liked, I've never done that. Like I've never, even with past relationships, yeah. I would never even play them like a song one on like one on one. The smaller the crowd, the more intimidating and the more weird. He's not a Jed, guys. He's not a Jed. <laughs> I was. I'm, I've never been the guy to be like, "Hey, want to hear me play?" You know, like that's. I shy away from that more than anything. Yeah. So, um, yeah. This this was a really different experience for me, and I didn't know how I would I would take to it, and that's almost one of the reasons why. Um, another reason I did the show is just to kind of open up more and, and learn more things about myself and push myself in that way because I'm very closed off in that way and kind of keep my music to myself. Um, my EP is literally called Up My Sleeve because I keep, you know, all my feelings and, and stuff um, just kind of buried until it's like ready. So, um, yeah, it, it was very difficult for me off the bat. But I think as time went on, it was, um, you know, I, I learned more about myself and to open up more. Yeah, because, you know, it is the thing I watch and I was like, hey, I've never thought about this. And like, if I knew of one of my friends saying, hey, I wrote my girlfriend a song. I have some friends who are musicians. Like, I think I would even be like, are you sure? Like, just let's 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 think <laughs> through this. Let's think through this first. But it, it is the interesting thing about this show. Was it? Op I mean, it, it is the show like it opens you up. As Ashley was saying, you know, not only is there insane amounts of talent on the show, but it opens you up with the environment to play music for each other with the connection of love. Like so so they're so intertwined in this experience. I, I think to close off my thoughts and I'll just let Ashley kind of take it from here is uh, Ryan, you know, you're you're obviously a, a smart guy. Uh, you're talented. You're not uh, it's not an isolated to you here. There's a many smart, talented people on this show uh, that we've seen. Was it, give us a little taste because we've, we've all been on the show or Ash and I have, was it an awkward social environment at all to have all of you artists who typically hold things closer to your chest, who are also very talented living in this house, trying to impress each other. Just give us an idea of what it was like living in it. Yeah. You know what? Um, to be honest, I think it, it almost made it easier that we all were musicians because that was like an initial, an initial icebreaker. Um, we talked about our influences and, and like where we play, are we playing at bars? Are we playing at clubs? Like, you know, do we have a band? Um, and then once we all start, started to sit down and just kind of jam with one another, it, that made it so much easier as opposed to, um, you know, I can't attest for this, but you know, on, on the shows you guys have done where everyone, you could be a dental hygienist, you could be a pilot or a construction worker, you know, there's no like yeah. middle ground. Um, so I think it was a little bit easier for us to kind of find that initial chemistry, um, you know, myself, even with the guys, like it was, it was really cool to have that, um, companionship, um, with, with, with everyone there and just kind of talk music. And that made it a lot easier, especially for the first night, because I would have been more intimidated if we were just kind of like random people thrown together. Ryan, great job. Uh, after week one, 
Uh, I'm a fan of you as well. I haven't seen Ashley this giddy since uh, she kissed her now husband in paradise. So uh, this is a lot of fun for me. I love every second of this. <laughs> okay. So I was going to say, going off of what you were, you were saying, is that it like wasn't awkward for you guys because you had something to bond over, something in common already. When I saw your date with Jamie, I was like, this is like the least awkward date I've ever seen in Bachelor Nation history for the first date because you guys had like something to accomplish together. You're like, okay, let's do this song. It wasn't like, all right, so we got to figure out what to talk about from scratch because we have nothing to talk about in our surroundings, like a regular date. Yeah, and it, and it almost wasn't like a, I'm going all out to try to like impress this girl. It's like we're, we're working together as a team to, you know, impress the, the viewers or whoever's mm-hmm. there in the room or whatever. So it was like a, like the team aspect of it um, helped me a lot because if I was just going on a random date to, you know, who knows and just trying to, you know, finagle that, it, it would have just been a little bit more awkward for me. So now that I had, we had the music, um background and and we could really speak our language on a date that was really cool it was the date itself was like i mean for me it was crazy it was just evident that it's so much less awkward for you guys because for us on bachelor dates you don't even know how to start a conversation because when you're like at a bar or something you can like even talk about the surroundings or like make jokes about something but on the bachelor you're sitting in the middle of a desert on a picnic blanket and you're like, I don't know what to talk about. Right. Yeah. I I wouldn't do well in that situation. I don't think. Um, So it was nice to kind of always have that musical element behind us kind of um, guiding us along the way. It was, it was cool. Now, what was weird is that Chris Harrison didn't exactly tell us how the show works in the beginning. He told us that, you know, everybody has to couple up and the people that aren't in couples at the end of the week get eliminated, very much like Paradise. But they, but he never mentioned that people would be coming in and out, um, that there'd be new contestants. And the, is that something that happens? Because we see in the scenes for the next episode that a girl walks in and she starts talking smack on uh, Trevor. And I'm not sure if that's a girl who's just coming in to start drama or whether this is a girl that's a musician and she's going to be now part of the group and somebody, an option for somebody to give a rose to. Right. So every time we saw Chris, it was, I don't know about you guys, but it was always bad news. Oh, he's very terrifying when you're actually on the show. Yeah. 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 I mean, super surreal just seeing him in person and being close to him. And then, you know, when he comes in the room, it's kind of like this dark cloud. And it's like, oh, what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Um, we know. And then, and then, yeah, every time he'd, he'd say something, we'd be like, oh, like, now what? You know, he'd throw this monkey wrench into the situation. Um, and yeah, the first episode, I think he mentions that people are going to go home. And then as time progresses, the stakes get higher. Um, and you know, the look on our faces after he announces news, just, it's just, it's crazy because he throws stuff in the situation and we just completely out of left field, not expecting it. And it makes the situation a lot harder, a lot more pressure as time goes on. So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be something fun to look forward to. So based on what you're saying, it sounds, Ben, right, like it's um, similar to Winter Games where we didn't have people coming in and out, but there were certain stakes that needed to be met each week in order for you to stick around. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it sounds a lot like it. And that's I mean, that's the thing that is intriguing about the show to me is there are, are there's activities. There's a purpose to being there outside of love even. 
You know, like it's a very clear thing. With The Bachelor, love is the purpose. Now we get that people might go on for other reasons, but with Winter Games, which was a competitive event, and then uh, with, you know, Listen to Your Heart, there is two really motives to be on the show. Let's not be crazy. Ryan, yeah. you went on the show not only to find love, we're not going to say you didn't, but also to build a platform to increase your career, which is music. And I think that's a great thing and something that we just should own and not act like it's not the case. Oh, 100%. I mean, anybody on the show that tells you otherwise is, is lying. Yeah. You know, there, yeah. there's, there's, there's a certain aspect to being asked to be on a TV show, which is such an honor mm-hmm. um, that it's like, why would you, why would you turn this down? You know, it, unless you act like a complete idiot, I mean, it, it couldn't really be bad for you. Um, or maybe it can, I don't know. I'm speaking out. It's like, you guys know, like I said, better than me, but no, pretty much if you're not an idiot, it goes pretty well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, you know, there, there is that aspect of course. Um, but I, I truly think that the majority of the people were there um, really hoping to find someone that they can connect with and share a musical lasting relationship with. So um, it was good in that aspect that I think the majority of the people were um, quote unquote there for the right reasons as well. Are there right reasons on your show? Is that a, is that a term that comes up? Um, oh yeah. Chris said it all the time. Oh, Chris did. Yeah. Okay. You know, that, that, that came up, not so much in our conversations. I think as time went on, people kind of mentioned it a little bit more, but, um, you know, my, I don't know, I don't know if I had like a core crew, but I would say like the people that I communicated most with on the show, um, were all like in it for, uh, you know, good, good mix, 50, 50 split. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, you know, the going on a show is, is could potentially help you, but at the same time, not just doing it for that. So, um, yeah, I think it was a healthy balance. Okay, great. Um, I got a couple more questions for you before I let you go. I know I could probably pound you with questions for the next hour, but you'll come back, right? You'll come back even though I was, you know, too much of a fangirl on you. (laughs) That's welcome anytime. (laughs) This is not the first time you've been quarantined or isolated to yourself. You also went went to Nova Scotia and tell us what you did there. That's right. So I was living in Nashville um, for about a year and a half. And when I, I moved home to Michigan, I'd, I'd always had this kind of fantasy of doing like a Bonnie Bear type, renting a cabin in the middle of the woods and just writing music and, and doing that. So initially, you know, I lived in Michigan and I was looking up north and it was really pricey uh, in the summer months to rent a cabin for a month. And I was just kind of, I moved the Airbnb map around and I was cool with going to the desert, forest, whatever. So I kept moving it around. I saw this little plot of land out in the Atlantic and I was like, Oh, what is that? And it turned out to be Nova Scotia. Um, I contacted the family and long story short, they were um, living in Costa Rica at the time, renting out their place. And I was initially supposed to go there for one month. And so I drove, it was about 22 hours. Um, all my gear, i literally took my whole studio with me and um, you know, Took a, took a boat, a ferry over, <clears throat> and then uh, set up for about a month. And then as it happened, the owner of the house needed to come back to fix the roof. And so there was like a little guest corridor space that he was living in at the time. And so I thought he was going to be there for maybe a week, maybe two tops. He ended up staying there for six weeks. And for that inconvenience, that couple gave me an additional six weeks for free. Oh, wow. wow. So I literally stayed in this. I mean, it was a beautiful house and on the 
private lake in the middle of the woods, like 10 minutes from the ocean for the cost of like the nastiest motel of all time. (laughs) It was, it was crazy. Like it was such a surreal experience. And um, that's kind of what got me started producing my own music. And I learned a lot about there um, just by myself and just kind of in that solitude. Did you eat so much lox and cream cheese while there? No, actually, I don't think I ate that at all. Oh, you know that that's what they're known for. I, I ate like a lot of lobster. <laughs> and and we went, um, yeah, it was just cool. The guy taught, his name was Jean-Marc, he's from France. And we had like fires and just the coolest guy. Um, and we'd hang out and, you know, thought we saw a UFO one night. It was pretty gnarly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was a really, I, I learned a lot out about there about myself and just really got to focus on my music and you know and put out the ep after that which was which was fun all right well last question who do you look up to who what artists do you look up to vocally and performance wise yeah so growing up where i did you know motown was such a big influence yeah. that, um i can see on your instagram <laughs> yeah i think I think all time my favorite artist was is probably Stevie Wonder um, and like Marvin Gaye kind of combination of those guys. But I think more modern uh, would be John Mayer. I started writing songs because of him. And as you'll see in this episode, um, I mean, for the viewers, we don't know what dates we're going to go on. Mm-hmm. We're given these cards and, and it's and it's all, uh, you know, it's all a surprise. So we walk into the studio and we're told we're going to Capitol and we're like, wow, this is crazy. And so... Jamie and I are talking in the in the car before, like, who do you think it could be? And and I'm like, like John Mayer, <laughs> and because uh, you know being out in LA, I know he lives there, and and so we open up the door and Gravity starts playing, and like my whole body just, it was just an incredible experience. And the the week before that, I watched this documentary on John making his first album uh, called Room for Squares, and the producer of that album is John Alasia who ended up being in the room at that time with Michael Travis, John's old guitar player. And I'm like, dude, I, I've known you for like 15 years. Like I know who you are. Yeah. It was nice to see, you know, who was in that room to recognize them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have been really awkward if not. Um, but yeah, that was, that was one of the coolest moments of my life for sure. And I told him, I'm like, man, I was watching your documentary last week. Like this is just unbelievable. So yeah, John's a, a huge influence on my music. Would you say you got musically excited in that moment <laughs> oh my god dude yes he did. that was, the, was like the silly I, I i almost thought i died and it was just like in heaven i was dreaming at that point it, it was like the producers nailed it in terms of i don't know if they knew that i was going to be going on this date beforehand like i'm sure they did yeah. i'm sure they did their research but it was it was just too perfect in how that was set up and me being the first date and getting this extravagant date with jamie and to perform with john and it was it was insane yeah. Ryan, uh, I'll tell you what, I was pumped for you. Uh, one of the things is my fiance is a huge Frank Sinatra fan. And, um, oh, yeah, yeah. And Ashley, yeah, we've, we've talked, Ashley and I've talked about it many times. And if, if you take everything else away now, obviously Ashley's married from the show and has a wonderful husband and the show has been great to me in so many different ways. But if you take ev- nothing else away, you can look back on your experience being on The Bachelor, and if you're there for any length of time, you're going to have experiences that will last you a lifetime, that will be stories that you tell when you're on your rocking chair at 70. And I saw that date 
for you. And I was like, if this isn't the coolest thing that's ever happened to Ryan, I want to live his life because this seems awesome. Yeah, hundred percent. And, and the, you know, we still talk about that to this day. Um, people in the group chats, like we're going to be telling our kids about these experiences that we've had. And for me, for that to happen and to be so specific to who I am as a person, my background, it was, um, I, I can't explain it. It was unbelievable to go through. Awesome. man. Well, well Ryan, hey. we are excited to see you become a star starting tonight. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys, you know, being the first on the, on the podcast. It's such an honor. Um, you guys seem so cool. And um, I really want to, you know, thank you, keep a, oh, you know, geez. friendship going in the future. I'd love That's to hang nice. out with you guys. When this whole Corona thing ends up and I'm in, I don't know where you guys live. Are you guys? We'll definitely there? see you. I'm in LA. Yeah. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a Denver guy now. Uh, Ryan, I, I will okay. share my number with you uh, through a producer here in a second. If you need anything from Ashley or myself, please don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, enjoy this ride. Ashley and I always share this news. Don't let your head get too big and also don't let it get too small during this time. Just enjoy it. Be yourself. Have a blast. Uh, Ryan, Neil, everybody from uh, the latest episode of Listen to Your Heart on the Almost Famous Podcast. Thanks a lot, Ryan. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And I mean, every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover... 
everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcasts. All right, while you're in quarantine and you're eating, 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 to get your creative juices flowing in the kitchen, we've created a new segment called What's Cooking, Batch Nation? What's Cooking, Batch Nation? We're going to give you new recipes to try each week. We would love your feedback, of course, um, at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. This week, we have Heather Martin on the podcast to give her bread recipe that she posted on Instagram yesterday. Uh, If you uh, remember, Heather Martin was the girl who had never been kissed. Well, that was until the show she's still about and around but right now she is in self-isolation like the most of us but heather is staying busy heather what have you been up to um so i have been up to a whole lot of eating and that's pretty much it guys i literally i've been the least productive i've ever been my entire life i feel like everyone's been like so productive doing so many different things my whole family's here. So like my two sisters are home. And so it's been really, really fun. So we've all got to hang out. Um, but all we've done is like cook and eat and then sleep and then cook and eat. That's pretty much it. Amazing. It's really fun. <laughs> well, you made this really good looking bread on Instagram and we were hoping you can tell us how to make it. Um, I just have to say that everybody's been baking that when we ordered cake mix from the grocery store they've been out of cake mix like when does a grocery store run out of this everything they literally have been out of everything i know because when i was we were trying to make bread as i've been wanting to do for like so long and the grocery store is out of yeast for like ever okay okay so we had we had to um we ordered it online okay um but yeah so no this so you do you want the recipe or do you want to make it or tell us everything cooking with the bachelors (laughs) <laughs> it's like my infamous recipe that I uh, made uh, yeah. yesterday. <laughs> World famous. No, just kidding. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's been in the family for for decades. But um, no, I just found it on Pinterest. It's literally like the first thing I found on Pinterest. But um, 
Okay, I'll, I guess I'll start. You, should I start with ingredients or instructions or what? how do you guys want to go about it? Let's start with ingredients, moving into okay. instructions. And then what I would love for you to do, Heather, is mm-hmm. at the very end, once the instructions are completed, let's pretend mm-hmm. that it's already been cooked. Talk to our audience because this is a podcast <laughs> about what they're going to experience with their mouth fill of your bread. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay, I th- so the ingredients. Let's start with the ingredients. So we do um, a third cup of vegetable oil, and then two sta- tablespoons of yeast, baking yeast, and not um, brewing yeast because that's what we we accidentally bought brewing ye- yeast, which is totally different. But we ended up working. But it's I think it's much better with baking yeast. Um, and then a half cup warm water, and then one egg for brushing on the bread at the end. Um, three tablespoons of sugar, two and a half tablespoons of salt. Two cups hot water and six and a half cups flour. So that's the ingredients. And so it's really easy. So it's actually like took us like 15 minutes to actually like get everything together before like the rising. So um, so you start for the instructions, you start in like with a small bowl, you dissolve the yeast into one half cup of warm water, and then you let that sit for 10 minutes. And then in a separate mixing bowl, you combine the hot water, sugar, salt, oil, and flour. It mixed all the other. So basically like all the other ingredients you combine in a separate bowl. And then, um, then after 10 minutes, you let, you add the yeast bowl to the regular bowl, mix that all up. And then you wait for it to start pulling away from the bowl to know it's ready. So basically just mix it up, which is like a regular spoon. Um, and then you let that sit for 10 minutes. And then after that, you just separate the dough into three pieces. Um, and you like roll it up like a jelly roll and you shape them into little like French bread rolls or you can put them into like a a regular bread tin we did that and that was easier um and then uh you grease that you so you make sure the grease the tin is greased and then you make three to four diagonal cuts like you know like bread cuts and then on top of that you brush the beaten egg on top of the dough and then you let it rise for 30 to 40 minutes um uncovered in a warm place so we just put it in the um oven at like 50 degrees and like let that sit for 30 minutes and then you just bake it at 375 for 18 to 20 minutes now where can people see a photo of this uh <laughs> you're gonna have to post it to your instagram story <laughs> okay <laughs> i can post my instagram story i can send you guys the link if you guys would post it in your notes of like the actual recipe if that's easier sounds great yeah send it to one of our producers thank you so much for the recipe and i know that you hate this question but they do say kiss the cook have have you kissed anyone else since colton it's <laughs> always the first question i was waiting for this one um no i haven't i still have not damn it all yes, right well you guys, if you want to kiss Heather Martin or um, bake, give her more recipes, please reach out to Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. Hey, Heather, we <laughs> promised our audience, what are they going to experience with their mouth oh, yes. filled up with your bread? They are going to experience, so you, you open the oven and just wafts out the best smell of just fresh baked bread. You feel like you just walked into a bakery. It just is the best smell. It fills the entire house and you just slice it, you know, nice, warm, put nice softened butter on it. Mm. Best thing ever. Mm. Well, that's been What's Cooking (laughs) Batch Nation with Heather Martin. Heather, thank you for joining the Almost Famous Podcast once again. Of course. It's been a treat, you guys. Congrats on the engagement, Ben, by the way. Thank you, Heather. So exciting. That is. I really appreciate you saying that. Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. 
Ashley, this has been a fantastic episode, a whole new chapter for us uh, at the Almost Famous Podcast as we have broken down uh, Listen to Your Heart, which is the next Bachelor show. Um, you know, our chapter is changing as well. And what better time to do it uh, than during a time of self isolation? I mean, no better is. time, you guys. It's an hour and 20 minutes without the commercials. You should watch it. It really is going to be uh, a, a, an exciting four weeks. Uh, this has been an awesome podcast. Once again, we want to say thank you to Ryan Neal for coming on. We want to say thank you to the first responders and people continuing to work during this uh, time and during the crisis. Also to Heather Martin for sharing her What's Cooking Batch Nation um, uh, insights. Ashley, we'll be back next week breaking down the second episode of Listen to Your Heart and also everything Bachelor Nation and pop culture. Ashley, with that, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye, guys. Later. Team Ryan forever. Oh, boy. (laughs) Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. So if you've been looking for a love at first sight, it's closer than you think it can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use. And more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. 
Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. Free and gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. 